Today's episode of Pivot by Faith features Marilyn Crump. Marilyn is the creator of the Dream Success Strategy and empowers phenomenal female coaches, business leaders, and creative entrepreneurs who want to create a six-figure business plan that's based on authenticity and innovation. This sounds fantastic, so I know I've got your attention already. How does she do it? Where is her pivot story? Well, stay tuned and listen to this episode coming up right now on Pivot by Faith. Welcome to the Pivot by Faith podcast, where people just like you and me share their empowering stories of how they had the courage to pivot to reach their potential and their goals. Who am I? I'm your host, Denise Nixon. I had to pivot too. Sometimes we all have to pivot to find that peace that surpasses all understanding. Thanks for tuning in. Here is today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Pivot by Faith podcast. It is so great to be back before each and every one of you today. And as usual, it is a blessing to have another phenomenal guest for the podcast. It is my pleasure to welcome business developer and marketing strategist, Marilyn Crump. Marilyn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. I'm really looking forward to this. Excellent, excellent. And and, and Marilyn, uh, it, it is such an honor and a pleasure to talk with you because I know you're going to provide such motivation and inspiration about the pivot, which is basically what this podcast likes to, um, what we like to focus on. So I just want to start off by asking you to share with the listeners what it is you do uh, first, and then we'll dig deeper into the pivot. Absolutely. So if you've heard, if you've not heard of the word polymath, that's one of the things that I really settled into as a label, because what I do is I really help creatives get to that next stage in really building their dreams. And most dreams are accomplished through entrepreneurism. So what that means, as far as where I come in, I have multiple talents that I've I've also incorporated into my own business practices. So anywhere from branding to even creating websites, I used to code websites. So from from the get go, since the internet was alive, I've been in the game for that. I work with people on their content, also just even organizing their systems from the databases, et cetera. So there's many skill sets that come into play when I help others. So it's really hard to define just one angle of which I serve, but the main important part is the service. Okay. So it sounds like you really are a major, um, you, you play a major role with those who are wanting to make a pivot and perhaps want to get that business off the ground and may not realize what elements it takes to really make their business successful. Absolutely. I think a lot of times we're seeing people at their success point and we want that very much. And we don't realize all the different details that go into that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I ask, I'm really there to ask the right questions, to shed light on certain things and then move people in the right direction or else they'll be busy or they're going to be in into things that really don't go with their main personal mission or even their vision 
because they got distracted by something else. So a lot of times I'm there to kind of be the uh, what the blinders, right? To kind of keep everybody looking in the right direction for sure. Right. Now you mentioned uh, a couple of words when you were discussing what you do that I've heard from a lot of entrepreneurs, but I want to ask you to add some clarity to it in case there are some entrepreneurs out there that want to start their businesses, but they're not quite sure how important these elements are. And the words that you used were branding and content. Can you talk a little about why those elements are so important for entrepreneurs? Absolutely. So I actually start people off in a 30-day branded blog challenge. And the reason for those two things is the brand is the main piece that really speaks to everybody, whether it's the visual, the customer service, just the way you really uh, create with your particular clients, et cetera. All of that defines branding. And then when it comes to content, well, how do we know all of these things about you? Because a logo doesn't provide content or context. So a lot of times you have to match up the branding, the the study that you've done prior to the marketing in order then to create different pieces that will resonate with your audience to give them a good definition of what it is that you do. And also in the flow so that if we see, see it, read it and experience it, all of those things have to match. Right. Okay. So tell us about what are some of the things that you see that have been barriers to people being able to step out and start that business or commit to being an entrepreneur? Oh, that's a great question. I know that the main barrier for a lot of people who are doing things, especially on their own in the beginning, is mindset. Mindset mm-hmm. and also just like your your podcast is titled Faith. You have to have the right mindset and you also have to have faith because not everything is going to come to you instantly. The audience does not just pop up and show up. The money doesn't always just come into play after you spend tons of time. I know people who are plenty busy, but that will wear on them. And then why are they busy? Well, it's normally because of mindset. Mindset telling them busy should equate to getting paid, just like if you were in a job. But in entrepreneurism, it's actually the opposite. If you do too much busy work, you're eliminating other things that you could be doing, uh, as the saying says, work smarter, not harder. So a lot of times people's own inability to think through certain things because they lack experience or they don't have that self-confidence really becomes a big block in their process. Wow. So Marilyn, how did you discover all of this wisdom? Did you make a pivot yourself or have you observed this through uh, others? Tell tell us more about how you learned so much. um, Sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, I I really do believe that uh, the right touch of stubbornness really helps a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) And what happened to me was I was really interested in just sharing gifts and talents. My mother actually forced me into doing things when I was younger that was like in performance because I love to sing. I love to play piano. So she would say to people, you know what? My daughter can do some fun things for your, your child's birthday party. Let's bring her in. And, you know, so she would be like my um, booker. So she would book <laughs> me to do some things. And I was like, okay, well, that's fun. Well, by the time I got to college, 
you know, I taught myself HTML. I got into college in 1996. So Netscape was very brand new. And I was uh, really playing with coding because there's a really good nerdy side of me. And with coding, you figure things out. Like it's trial and error until you find a system that works and then you just start going that way. So I had that kind of mindset already. Then when I got to college and, you know, I was really living up to everybody else's expectations, you should be pre-med and you should think about, um, you know, going into the sciences, et cetera. But I had this love for um, performance, but also arts and then, of course, technology. So I was like, well, none of that really goes towards the sciences. And after declaring being a science major, I was miserable and I didn't know what to do because I wasn't interested in the class classes at all. And the professors could see it. And, and I was actually sneaking in a minor to do musical theater. So um, and it was kind of funny because then an advisor had said to me, well, what is it that you really want to do? And um, and I was like, I'm, I'm really not sure. But she was like, I think, you know, and. Then I had a talk. Well, I failed. I ended up failing a class because um, by the time I made up my mind, they wouldn't let me withdraw. And I was really upset. We had a really wonderful chaplain on campus and she was like, come on over and, you know, let's talk a little bit about why you're so upset. I said, I've never failed before. I've always been a straight A student. I don't understand this, you know. And she said, well, I think one of the things you have to start owning up to is that this is your life. And failures also are good things because what if one day you're a grandparent and your grandchild or your own child has, you know, runs into some kind of failure? What are you going to say? Oh, I've never failed. And that really woke wow. me up. And I said, whoa, you're right. You know, so I owned up to the failure and I had good grades anyway. So it really didn't do anything. But I also went ahead and changed my major. And so I changed my major with three semesters left. And that's really not easy to do. Right. And I went to... Um, to self-design a major, which was excellent. So what ended up happening was they were able to uh, work with me and I did 21 hours the last three semesters, but I loved it. And the things I did was um, I was doing like uh, video editing, I was choreographing, I was really doing all the things that I love. And I walked across that stage to get my diploma. I did not tell my parents I switched majors. Oh. And when they said my name, <laughs> and then they said, what kind of degree I got? Uh, Self-design major in interdisciplinary arts, Bachelor of Arts. They were expecting a Bachelor of Science. My dad did not talk to me oh, for no. like a day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in the year 2000. Here we are, two, 2022, 22 years later. And that experience really helped me to say, I can change my mind at any minute. I could reinvent myself based on what I'm aligning with. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that everybody has to accept my decision. Right. I have to live with my own decisions. I'm the one who has to, you know, look myself in the mirror and face the day. Wow. That is so powerful. Oh, my goodness. And, and you know, what you just said, you can also look back and and say, I'm glad I did that, rather than looking back and saying, what would have happened if, if exactly. you know, that's like the worst, that's the dreaded question. Yes. What, what would have happened if I had, you know, fill in the blank, exactly. you know, so you really uh, just living a life with no regrets is what I'm hearing from you. Absolutely. And really, since that day, I told myself, uh, I don't want a boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I became a full-time entrepreneur and yeah. I would freelance with different 
types of things um, from mm-hmm. performing in theater. And you were asking like, where did I get these skills? Yeah. Part of um, what really taught me, which was amazing, was I got involved in the film industry here in the state of Virginia. And one of my mentors was an Emmy nominated casting director. And just being in the field of really fast production, fast action. So if you're in film production, everybody has to follow like a production sheet. And normally what happens is there's the intention of what should happen during the day. But if someone doesn't show up, some, you know, weather happens, etc. you have to change, you have to pivot for the next day. So you stay up and make the next plan for the next day so that everybody has the, the action plan. And then you do it over again. So if something doesn't quite work, you got to rethink it. And that taught me so much. And I was thinking, wow, in business, people could really do this instead of like saying, I'm going to just stick with this plan and it's just going to be like this and nothing else until I get it done. Well, where's the flexibility? Where is the pivot if, Mm -hmm. if things aren't working and if you're being led to do something else as well? So I really credit a lot of my organization the way I think about processes, the way I collaborate with others from that industry as a whole. Wow, that is powerful. And Marilyn, how would you say that your faith in God has impacted your journey? I I just think that as I've grown into who I am and being more independent of thinking, um, God has been more of my counselor now and of course the person I hang out with at the water cooler because I don't have like a I don't have like an office right like where everybody else is hanging out so God and I have tons of conversations and one thing about being an entrepreneur that's really cool is that you have to be intuitive a lot of times and I feel like my faith has really given me that um, area to develop my mind in other ways not just from what I see in front of me but what I also feel aligned with thinking about who am I? Am I working? If I'm, a, am I walking that narrow path? I love, I love that the word success appears in the Bible just twice, and it's in the Book of Joshua, and it talks about like you know you don't vary from to the left or to the right. You stay on this narrow path. And what mm-hmm. I found is that I don't have to do what everybody else prescribes as the next gimmick yes. or what they say I should do in order to market myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been amazing to be your own boss to say, nope, I don't have to adopt that. Nope, I don't think that's aligned with me. And nope, I, I have my faith that if I stay on this path, everything that I I really desire deep in my heart always comes and always is on time. I love um, reading the book, The Prayer of Jabez. I, I always tell people like, hey, read that like at least once a quarter. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're an entrepreneur of faith, like that really sets you up to thinking bigger, but then also being in service. So I think it's a wonderful balance when you have a relationship with God that you know that ultimately you're here to serve Mm -hmm. and I want to earn those crowns, right? Like I want to, I want to get to those, uh, to that point in my life where I say, Hey, Jesus, look at all the really cool things I did for (laughs) you, but also, you know, for the world around me. So that that's really amazing that I have that relationship. It is. And it just sounds like it has hit all of the risks even and the challenges that you may have gone through during the process of building your business has increased your faith. Absolutely. And I love like I love to lean on certain things that I just know are truths. And one truth that I know is 
when you talk about spending all five of your talents, that you can't go wrong, right? Like Mm -hmm. when people are in business, sometimes they're like, I got to be careful. I got to keep things buried or I got to put one foot on the ground over here and then step one foot out. It doesn't say that in the Bible. It just says, what are all your talents? Are you giving of it freely? Because then more will be revealed and given to you. And then if you don't, there's that ganashing of teeth. I don't want that. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not ganache our teeth. But sometimes I actually will walk around saying, "Is am I ganashing right now? Like meaning, uh-huh. am I just grinning and bearing it? Or am I really getting out there and be uh-huh. being a good light for others, inspiring others, and just really saying, hey, this is what you get. I'm... I, I just like to share what I got. And if it's a talent, I don't need to hide it because you're going to get confused that I also do this and I also do that. No, I think God has told me you have, you've developed all these things, put them into play, let others use it too. Yeah. And it's just freeing. I love yeah. it. You don't have to dim your light so that others can shine theirs. Exactly. Yours can shine just as brightly. Exactly. Oh, wow. There's so many people that are surrounded by negative people or negativity. Maybe those are those persons that are afraid to step out. You know, they don't want to take that chance. They don't want to take a risk. They don't want to think about possibly losing something. What would you say to those persons who may be surrounded in that kind of atmosphere? What's the first step? Well, the first step is just forgiving because I, I find that sometimes people don't mean to be either dismissive, unsupportive. They, they have their own fears that they have to face. Yeah. And um, I used to get so mad, like uh, mad at my parents because they would tell me what to do. And <laughs> I would get mad at like other people that just didn't get it right. Like I'm doing the thing. I'm going to um, achieve my dreams no matter what. But when you kind of just go into combat mode, Mm-hmm. even those negative people around you, they just become more negative. So yeah. what I find is that you kind of have to fall in love with just the circumstances. Now, it doesn't mean you have to stay there or, you know, take it. I think you have to have courage. And, you know, just like Jesus had courage to face the next step, even though he knew it was coming. Some Sometimes you have to leave those influences. You have to say, this is not the world for me anymore. And I need to go where I'm supposed to be. I love you. I forgive you, but I can't carry that burden. This is not this is not mine to carry. That's yours. So if you don't appreciate what I'm doing, but if let's say I'm doing my thing, it you just you have to just forgive. You got to let go, and you can't use that as your excuse because I know that sometimes it's easy to do that, saying, "Oh, I came from this background, or this person didn't believe in me. That's why I didn't go for my dreams." I don't think that's valid. Um, I know it's hard, and so I'll never discount anyone's hardships or. Uh, any challenges that they might have, but mm-hmm. just like Jesus had like 12 friends around him, like, yeah. that, you know, that were also being trained in the way, like it, it's all to me, as long as people have a good heart, they don't have to be perfect because no one is. Yeah. That's what I would like to surround myself with. Wow. That's wonderful. That is powerful advice. It's outstanding because so many people are surrounded in that kind of environment and it takes so much courage to step out and to step away. But the important thing, like you said, is to not be angry at those who may not believe in your dream of your entrepreneurial goals, but they just have not, they just don't see the same vision. The vision wasn't given to them. The vision was given to you. And though they may not see it, that shouldn't stop you from pursuing it. 
Absolutely. And we have to give technology a lot of credit because Mm -hmm. you and I were speaking before and you had mentioned that we don't have to look at what's right in front of us or even in our own community. If we have access to the internet, we can find communities, we can look and listen to really great influences that will take us into just a different mind space and heart space. And we should take advantage of that. That is so true. Even in my own business, had I not, you know, trusted in God for him to show me that there were opportunities for me outside of the state that I live in, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And I I teach online uh, at different colleges and universities, and all of them are outside of the state that I live in. And it took me a while to get to that point, like what you're talking about, look outside, step outside of the box and don't limit God. He can do all things. And when we accept that, that's when we can truly step into what he's called us to do. Yes. Enlarge my territory. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. You're going to, I'm, I'm going to be reading that prayer. The, yes. the prayer job is definitely. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that, that resource as well, because that, that gives me and my assignment as well. And so Marilyn, what I ask all of the guests on the podcast is to share um, what your pivot point is, or, or is there a scripture or a word of advice or any other information that you feel like you want to leave with the listeners that would give them a good idea of your journey? Absolutely. I just think of it as pivot anytime. And that's been so helpful, especially the past few years we've had with different challenges with pandemic, etc. I've had to give people that same advice, like, look, this might work for right now, but The way technology is working, the way society is working, everything's moving so fast. Pivot is a good word. Uh, However, what you have to keep with you in all the pivots is wisdom and faith and, of course, your connections. People will understand if you change. People will understand, the right people will understand that, you know, you need to do something different that you're aligned with. And that's always refreshing. And what's great is that if you are your own brand, if your name is your brand, No matter what you do, people are always going to gravitate towards that. So if you've served them in other ways over here, but they say, wow, you're of good character, you're just amazing, Uh, you care about me, it doesn't matter what you end up doing, if I could use that, you know I'll go to you first. So we don't have to get trapped in our own business names and our, you know, branding for whatever product that is, as long as we have good character and that we can then showcase that in all the talents that we have is such a fun thing to do and you're not going to fail because what's there to fail about because you always have something else to do and give and really promote all the wonderful things that uh, God is going to bring to your life and others. Wow that is phenomenal advice so I know that those who are listening will get so much out of what you have shared. And Marilyn, I want to let the listeners know also that if they would like to contact you, your um, website, MarilynCrump.com, will be in the show notes as well as a link to your email address through my website, DeniseNixon.com. So they'll be able to reach out to you. And before we wrap up, Marilyn, are there any uh, promotions or anything about anything about your company that you would like to share with the listeners? Um, that may want to reach out to you for your consulting services. Absolutely. Well, I always have um, a training in my Generating Profits 
for Creatives and Dreamers group yeah. inside Facebook. And okay. if people type in generatingprofitsshow.com, there's um, the recordings of that. So that's absolutely free. Uh, I just know that people are always seeking information and hopefully they can trust the information that I put out. And of course, and of course since I'm a real person, if there's any questions <laughs> on those things, then yes, I would really love to, to help. And uh, also just going to throw this out there that we have a program called 1K in a Day. Oh. And the way I did that, it's just a simplified process to create promotions for everything that you do so that you can earn that revenue, so you can do good works with it. Like we can be Christians, but we can also have abundance. So let's wrap it all together and then have fun on this planet. <laughs> that is wonderful. And did I hear that you said you also have a Facebook page? I do. So people can just find me, um, Marilyn Crump, and then normally I'll, I'll, I share a lot of things on my personal wall. And uh, if you look up hashtag expert dream catcher, uh -huh. uh, that will land you in a bunch more things that I do. Okay, great. Expert dream catcher. All right. We'll make sure we get all that those links uh, so that the listeners can find you. But this has been a wonderful conversation. I tell you, if, if people are not motivated after hearing you today, I, nothing's going to work. So, <laughs> so I know that you have been an inspiration and a motivation to me. Um, and so I know that others have been motivated as well. So Marilyn, I just thank you so much for your time today and for sharing your faith journey and your knowledge and expertise. It is my honor. Thank you for listening to the Pivot by Faith podcast. I hope that you were encouraged and enlightened by what you have heard during this episode. Be sure to visit denisenixon.com for more information about the guests and the Pivot by Faith podcast. Remember, give God thanks in all things, giving glory unto Him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, take care.